0: hey everybody okay so I'm live again today to talk about the chakras and I want to specifically talk about how to read people through the chakras and um, what the different chakras mean so we there are thousands and thousands of chakras in our body the chakras are on the energy centers of the body so there's the nadis that run through the body and it looks a lot like the nervous system. If you've ever been to the bodies exhibit and you see the nervous system, it's a lot like what the, the nadis look like. And um, yeah, we should, we should read each other. Um, so anyhow, the, um, they're, they're all over the bodies, they're like these little tiny chakras and they're like energy fields and chakras spin. And if they're not, if they're spinning too fast, they're excessive. If they're spinning too slow, they're deficient. If they're moving in the wrong direction, that can also mean a deficiency. Um, But you just want a nice rhythm to the chakras, right? And they're moving. So we're talking about the seven main chakras that we um, typically talk about. And um, a lot of what I talk about, you can find in a book called Eastern Body, Western Mind. If you're interested in getting that book, I can send you a link, just DM me chakra and um, I will send you the link to the book so anyhow hi Jason. um so the first chakra is at the base of the spine it's the muladhara chakra the muladhara chakra is in control of your safety stability home Um, it controls your relationship with your family it controls your teeth so if you're having issues with your teeth that can be related to the chakras Um, And then you have to ask yourself, what is going on in my life that um, I'm not feeling stable? And we all know that if we don't feel stable in our first chakra, if it doesn't feel strong and strengthened, then then, an amber alert just went off. If we don't feel strong and strengthened in our body, then um, our first chakra will not be moving well. And what happens here is that um, when our first chakra is not moving, everything seems out of whack because we cannot move forward unless our first chakra is working in a way that it's balanced. So some other ways that we might see like a deficiency in the first chakra is going to be under eating, so under yourself will be a way that the first chakra could be uh, deficient over nourishing yourself could be like an excessiveness so if you feel like you have a fear that there's never enough food like i grew up in a a situation of scarcity where we didn't have enough money and so i've had issues with food my whole life because i have felt like there's never enough there's never enough to take care of me and those around me And so that caused issues with weight. Whereas people who have, who are are underweight could be having issues with food the other way. Um, And having issues with not, like not feeling stable or feeling too comfortable. So it's individualistic um, and you have to really get to know somebody before you can figure it out. But be assured that when someone has a weight issue that it's definitely, initially like having to do with the first chakra there's definitely some first chakra issues there so muladhara chakra safety home stability family finances um and once people get into adulthood a lot of times it has to do with finances but so much of our development in the chakras development has to do with our family and how we grew up and what our parents were like and how that affected us and so much of what we think just in general has I was uh, If you're familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza, he talks a lot about neurology and brain mapping and how our brains control our life. But um, he was saying that by the time you're in your 30s, that what you think and what you believe has already been mapped in your brain. And so we have this this we believe like that what we believe is right and is true. And oftentimes it's just what we've been told is right and true, but isn't really anything more than what we've been surrounded by. So these belief systems that were created by our parents, they can be changed because other people believe something different. And each individual believes something because of how they've been affected and they've been taught to believe. So the next chakra, when we move up is our sacral chakra and that is where we store creativity emotion sexuality so this is where our sexual love lies and a lot of times you'll see people in yoga classes who are doing like pigeon pose or they're doing um, hip openers, like really deep hip opening classes, or maybe you do um, bowed warrior and you you feel the hips like deeply opening, people will release and they'll cry in these postures because that's connected to second chakra energy, right? And so if you see someone who's maybe um, overly sexual, they're having a lot of relationships with a lot of different people, they're sleeping around, this has to do with an excessiveness in the second chakra and you can sometimes tell in in class what people's second chakra is like just by if they're sitting in sukhasana easy seated pose and you see that their knees are really high so you know this is tight hips or if they're really low and loose um this is really open open excessiveness so it's interesting to watch that as a practitioner as a teacher and see kind of what's going on with your students so some ways to release the energy of the second chakra is through doing creative work so movement therapy dance creating paintings you know i didn't when i first started teaching yoga i didn't realize but just making a yoga sequence is being creative it's creating something for other people and it's there's a lot of creativity that comes into making your own yoga sequence. So that has to do with that second chakra energy. Some teachers who are really, like if you've ever practiced with Shiva Ray, she has a lot of second chakra energy in her in her practices. So in the classes that she teaches, they're really heavy in the movement and the flow and the connection to that flow. Um, Whereas like if you're, if you are practicing with someone like Sean Korn, she has a lot more controlled second chakra energy, where there's a lot more alignment base going on in that practice. So it's interesting to note how different practices are like that. Um, and I would say that Ashtanga is a more um, alignment based. I mean, there's a lot of flowing happening there, but it's the same postures every single time. And so there you've got a lot of this whole like second chakra control happening. So for some people who are are seeing excessiveness in their second chakra, those kinds of practices may help them. Although for some people, and you, and you have to measure it, like for some people who are just really hardcore hitting themselves with a lot of exercise energy. Um, they may find that they're having um, to do slower practices like yin or restorative. And that, that slowing down helps them because ultimately yoga is about meditation, right? It's not, it's about reaching enlightenment. It has nothing to do with, um, I feel like an orb just went back behind me like, I don't know if y'all saw that, but it seems like there was like an orb energy that just went behind me, uh, which is kind of crazy. Uh, anyhow, um, so after a second chakra, we move up to Muladara or um, to Manipura chakra. So the, the solar plexus, right? And this the Manipura chakra. And this is an interesting one to read in people because if you see someone who has a large stomach, it is always an issue with feeling disempowered in some area of their life. So there is this like the it's like a covering. The, the fat is a covering of feeling disempowered and sheltering themselves. And that's where what happens with the Manipura. Or you might see somebody who has like really flat, strong abs and there's no balance there. And for them, it might be an overpowering of the Manipura and trying to control everything. It could not be, that could be very balanced for them, but we don't know we, because we need more information before we can make that decision. And, and typically working with the client helps as well. So the Manipura Chakra is going to be at your, hey Sheila, how are you? It's gonna be at your um, center and it's going to help you with your personal power. It's not just like power and how you feel power and how you feel power in the world, but it's also your personal power and how do you have that power in your in your um, your life, like how do you personally feel? And that has to do a lot with the neuroreceptors, right? And how do we think? Because if we are transmitting a vibration of scarcity or um fear or unknown, that's going to hit our Manipura Chakra really hard. And so learning how to vibrate at a stronger level so that you're vibrating energy of understanding and love and uh, connection and what it is that you want to manifest, like what are you trying to create in your life, vibrate the energy of that creation. And then next is Anahata, the Heart Chakra, and the Heart Chakra has not, it's not to do with sexual love, right? That's down in your, your second chakra. The Heart Chakra has to do with love of abundance and the feeling of being abundant and feeling connected to the world and feeling connected to the the universe and and seeing the world as a loving place, which I think right now can be very challenging, right? Because there's so much anger and, and just like people are on edge right now. <laughs> because everybody's super opinionated and somewhere along the way, like we forgot that our opinions are meaningless, that they're defined by a set of experiences that happened in our past and they can be changed based on new experiences happening or a decision to change that. And that there is no real truth. There's just perception. And so somewhere along the way we've forgotten that and it's, it's hit collectively our heart chakra and so we're forgetting to be kind to each other. Which is something that I feel like we have to be really careful with with social media because it can bring out those parts in people that are unkind. And so learning how to balance the heart chakra has just as much to do with how we treat others as it does with how we treat ourselves and how we see the world. Something I saw the other day that was really impactful for me was don't allow people to let the unhealed part of you come back out. You've worked too hard to be healed to allow that to come out. So that has to do with the heart chakra and accepting and honoring how our healing goes. Um, I was on a call with a client the other day who uh, is not a client anymore because I fired her, um, but she was very angry because she made a mistake and she took that anger out on me. And she was being very mean to me, and I said, "You're you're being very mean to me um, because I don't accept I don't accept that that's not okay for someone to treat you like that." And she's like, "I can't take responsibility for your feelings," and I was like, "Bam." can't take responsibility for your feelings either (laughs) Um, and I feel like we we're not we're like doing that consistently we're like saying I can't take responsibility for your feelings i I can't be but you can and you have to if you want to heal this heart chakra we have to not not think about how we've been wronged but how we can help to change the situation So then we move up to our Vishuddha Chakra, right? And our Throat Chakra. And this is about communication. It's about listening. It's about hearing. It's about being in vibration. A little itch itch on my face. Um, And the Vishuddha Chakra is not just it's, it's not just us communicating what we need to say, but it's really listening to what other people are saying so that we can then transmit that information and make it um, good for, for the higher good of all. And so if you feel like you have a sore throat, um, oftentimes that just means that you're not speaking your truth. If you're having a sinus infection, it could be that you aren't hearing something that the universe is trying to tell you and maybe being more open to hearing and understanding. And then the next is the Ajna Chakra right here. This is our intuition center. This is where we um, make all of our connections with the universe and how we know um, that we are in connection. And they say that when Buddhist monks are deep in meditation, they see a blue light come out of their um third eye, their Ajna Chakra. And the symbol of the Ajna Chakra actually has an OM symbol in it. Um, So if you see the symbol of the Ajna, you'll see an OM in the middle. And that's because vibration is the highest connection and power. The word OM means Amin, Amen, OM. It's a vibrational sound. I've been doing a lot of meditations with something called the Gateway Project and it was this project that was done like in the 60s with the cia where they used meditation to actually change neural pathways and control the mind so that the mind could operate separately from the body and create and change the quantum field and so as i've been doing these meditations i actually feel this this tingling sensation throughout my brain and it can be sometimes kind of painful and it's almost like snaps of electricity happening. It's really incredible. And um, I highly suggest this meditation to any of you looking to transform your life through using uh, the ideology of quantum physics, which I've been practicing for a long time. Um, And I truly believe that my ability to manifest my reality is what created my first yoga studio and put me on this whole pathway. And that has to do with your Ajana chakra. Then we have our crown chakra and this is our connection to um, spirituality, our connection to maybe religion, um, our connection to God, universe, higher power, whatever it is of our understanding. That connection up here. Um, I like to think of it as like a diamond energy that spouts out. But if we have experienced spiritual abuse, it's really hard for us to connect to spirit. I know for me, when I was growing up, I was forced to go to church. I did not like doing that. I did not resonate with the Lutheran religion. And uh, I went to Catholic schools. They were like pretty oppressive. and. I didn't see God as someone who was angry and I I certainly I certainly do not believe that dogs cannot go to heaven like why would God create something so pure and beautiful and amazing and then not allow it to go to heaven I don't even know that's not possible friends like um, I believe that that Jesus was someone who cared about people, was someone who wanted to give love. I don't see God as vengeful or angry. And it took me a really long time to connect to my own ideology of spirit God universe and know that I get to choose. You get to decide what you wanna believe in. There is no one right way. It's not possible. It's not possible because if you, I started to travel the world, <coughs> and I thought, you know, logically, if you go to Egypt, they believe one thing. If you go to India, they believe another thing. If you go to Costa Rica, they believe another thing. Even Christian religion is like, all oh, these are different, so, you know, there's Baptists, and there's Mormons, and there's um, Lutherans, and there's Catholics, and there's all these different kinds of religions, and so even within one kind of religion, there's a bunch of religions. <laughs> So it's not every individual has the right to decide. And I've been listening to a lot of Wayne Dyer lately, and he talks about how in the first few books of the Bible, God talks about using I am as a statement. And that the I am statement makes you godlike. So when I say I am sick or I am tired or whatever, then I am actually creating my God energy in a negative way, but when I say, I am improving, I am gaining, I am manifesting, I am beautiful, I am happy, then that energy is manifesting God within my body in a way that, um, helps me to create. Thank you, Chasen. You have so much knowledge. I love working with you. I loved all of the time that we spent filming together. Chasen was my model in yoga teacher certification. So if you um, need to get your yoga teacher certification and you want to do it in a way that helps you to um, really grow a business, you can see Chasen and I in um, Light Warrior Yoga College. So um, anyhow, but what I was saying is that the the God spirit energy of the statement, the I am statement, allows us to tap into that. And so that's when, now we're talking about the quantum field, now we're talking about manifesting, now we're talking about that energy creation that allows us to truly create and manifest whatever it is that we want in our lives. So um, I hope that that's really helpful and um, I hope that you are manifesting and creating what it is that you want in your life that you are able to um, see this in others so first right it's easiest to see in others so if you want to get that book just send me a dm um, saying the word chakra i'll send you the link to the book um, and you can pick it up i did not write the book someone else wrote it um, but i read it a long time ago it's a really great book about the chakras and it will help you to gain an understanding of what are the tra- the abuses that come with the traumas. What are the, you know? What are the um, different ways that the the chakras are affected? What what types of addictions to, is associated with each chakra? So, like smoking marijuana is a direct trauma to the heart chakra, right? When we're smoking anything and putting anything into our lungs, it's a direct trauma to the heart chakra. But if you're doing like opiates or you're doing like, you know, heroin, things like that, LSD, these are traumas to these upper chakras because that has to all do with the mind, right? Makes a lot of sense. Um, The highest form of communication with spirit, God, universe is to be off of all of that. It's to be off of all drugs, it's to be off of all foods that are bad for us, it's to be off of all alcohol, it's to be living a completely clean life. And that's difficult, right? That's really difficult because most people are not doing that and it's hard to create that in your life. I understand that. I'm not saying that, you know, there are lots of ways that we're imperfect, I'm imperfect as well. But if we're on that path of trying to get to that area of complete understanding, it will be easier for us to do that, to reach that level, one of the seven levels of samadhi, if we are focused on getting our mind completely clear. And that's why I don't suggest anything like, you know, ayahuasca or any of that, because honestly, like, that's just a thinning of the veil. It's not a complete connection. So, like, you might you might find a little bit more connection than what you have right now, but it ultimately just gets you further away from ultimate connection because it's, it's running away from a problem instead of, of actually like learning how to cultivate that with your own mind. The mind is super powerful and it can do incredible, amazing things if you allow it to, and if you get to be a part of that. So, um, I hope that that was helpful. I have really enjoyed spending time with you this afternoon. Um, You can make an appointment with me at lightwarrioryogacollege.com. If you have not become a certified yoga teacher, I am getting ready to open up my yoga teacher's mastery course again, where we do a mastermind, and I help you create and map out your business, develop a lead magnet, and help you to gain a following so that you can start selling what it is that you're best at Um, so if you want to um, do any of those things go to lightwarrioryogacollege.com, and i will see you in the next live Uh, also if you are not in my facebook group the yogi's inner circle it's free and I would love to have you in there. The link to that is um, in my bio. And um, yeah, we talk about networking. We help each other, support each other as yogis and uh, talk about how we can get better doing yoga and helping in yoga and how we can um, work together because we're independent contractors, right? Yoga teachers are independent contractors and we don't always have the support that we, helps us to keep going and it's a daily practice happiness and success and abundance manifesting is a daily practice that we need to do every single day and we need to connect and support each other to do that so join the yogi's inner circle if you haven't yet it's on facebook Uh, you can go to the link in my bio if you want the chakra book dm me the word chakra Uh, and uh, if you want to get an interview with me to either come to my yoga certification course or join my yoga teacher's mastery course. You can do that at lightwarrioryogacollege.com. Thank you so much, and I will see you again very, very soon. Have a beautiful and blessed day.